you like love? Are you a night owl? Then Late Night Love is a place for you. Since life is negative enough, here we discuss everything love. What we love, who we love, and why we love. So join us on Saturday nights at 11.30pm Pacific Time, and please remember, love everybody. And thank you for joining us today on a special edition of Late Night Love. We have a pre-recorded segment with one of our favorite people, Lady Wildstar. She'll be with us. We'll, we'll be showing you a clip of, of her with us today, earlier t- this week. And when we're talking about intuitive healing and a bit of tarot card reading. And, and I think what we should start about this is we should talk about how important it is to keep your mind and spirit open. It doesn't mean you have to agree with anything. It doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, accept it. But, you know, you should be open to honoring other people's experiences and how letting that type of love into your life, into your, into the world, is the only actually way to make the world a better place. If we continue to try and fight everything and create a world that, you know, is a representation of us, you're never going to get there because you're always going to be fighting. I think it's important for us to remember to uh, not fight with the world instead of engage with the world and love the world and become one with the world. And so I know you were interested in talking to Lady Wildstar because she's... uh, I've been trying to get you to do a tarot card reading for years. But we didn't. She's she's I she's an engaging, she's intuitive, she is um, insightful, and very laid back. Yeah, what what her and her husband Nicholas Wildstar, who's we've we've known them for a little while. Yeah, it's love pours out of their. Pores. Oh my gosh. They, they are so enamored with each other and it just reverberates outwards. Yes. They're, and it's not just each other. They both genuinely love the world. Yes. Yes. Uh, people. It, people, the whole world, even the people that don't necessarily like them very much. They're, they find a way to transcend it. Even, you know, and Nicholas plays in the world of politics and it can be very hard. And we actually talk about that near the end of the clip about. What's it like being a political spouse? And I think it's an interesting discussion that we kind of we that we end up having. It goes about what forty minutes or so. Yeah. So, without further ado, we're not going to take up much time. So we have some time at the back end. We, I think we have some some uh, questions for anybody who might be interested. We have in in kind of following up with tarot card readings or psychics or that. It's not my area of specialty. You know, I don't know much about it, but we do have some. Well, just just some. There was a couple of things. I I looked it up on the Internet to try. And if you're interested in doing care card reading about what to ask. Yeah, trying to remove some of the mystery of it. Yes. Yes. Okay. so without without much further ado, we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring in Lady Wildstar. 
and thank you for joining us this evening. Lady Wildstar, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Hi. <laughs> I want to thank you Welcome. for being I want to thank you for being thank our you. first guest. We you know we kind of, yeah, very excited. We've been doing this for a handful of shows, trying to, you know, making more mistakes than, <laughs> than you like. But we do everything kind of in the open and live. And so, but we we couldn't think of a better person to have to talk about love than you. That's you are part, right. You That's are, right. You are half of our most favorite couple in the world. You guys just, <laughs> when you got either one of you two smile, it just lights up a room. Because the whole just, room just goes boom. <laughs> you guys, you are wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so we we just we just really we love you guys. So, oh, as we <laughs> and so as we're here to talk about love, and these are such fractious times, and everybody's stressed. And me and Christina, we all we each do medication, meditation, medication. <laughs> we, we, we do that too, but we each do meditation. One kind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of do it in our own way. We each have kind of our own way to do meditation, and so. I I understood you do what you call intuitive healing, intuitive and intuitive coaching. And I was curious what that is. Yes. Well, I call myself an intuitive healer, intuitive therapist. And with that, it's just like as therapists, they help you when it comes, if you've broken something, broken bone, and you need to, you know, receive aid and to help you walk again. My, my expertise is helping you, you know, gain that spiritual understanding again. Because oftentimes the spirituality or our spirit selves gets neglected because we can't really, you know, see it. It's it's difficult to diagnose. So that's where I come in. So as an intuitive therapist, um, I offer intuitive counseling, intuitive coaching, uh, things like that. And um, as well as body work, um, I do a bit of reflexology and I incorporate uh, crystals, that mineral healing um, in addition, in conjunction with the reflexology. So, um, as you can see, I have crystals here. So, I'm, I'm really big on crystals. Um, uh, my name on uh, Facebook is Lady Wildstar, L-A-D-I-E, Wildstar. My real name is Crystal Wildstar. So, I believe this is my true calling, and I enjoy doing what I do. Um, with regards to the intuitive uh, therapy and counseling, um, I incorporate uh, my intuition. Um, I've been uh, pretty gifted since I was a child, and I... Uh, I kind of put the cap on it because I was afraid of it and I didn't think it was, you know, religiously, I thought it was like a demonic type of practice. So I stopped for a long Whoa. while until, uh, yes, I, I was told it was demonic. You can't, you know, it's just like, it's not, it's kind of like you got to hush it and put it under the table. So, um, but it wasn't until recent, um, actually I would say like nine, 10 years ago, um, before I met Nick, actually a little over 10 years ago. Um, I had a friend, I, I used to do like readings for her, I would, or another guy, a friend that I had, I told him about his house, I described everything, and he's like, wow, that's pretty good. And I, when I met my husband, Nick, um, he was telling me, he was just like, man, that's really good. And he actually gave me my first um, angel deck. And, you know, transitioning from Christian religion into this, that was it was good because I, I love angels and I was like, okay, I can, I can deal with this. They don't look too scary. I don't know if anybody's familiar with, you know, tarot cards, they can look a bit scary. So <laughs> um, I do sometimes use tools um, in addition to my, my counseling, coaching, depending on 
um, if I want to lay it out for the client, you know, to see. Um, sometimes when I'm speaking, you know, they may not quite understand. So the cards basically is just an extension of that, uh, of what I can feel and see intuitively. So I can lay it out on the table. We both can, you know, see what's going on and we can actually see what we can remove and clear so we can, you know, smooth the path, smooth the path for you to move forward in life. It also helps us evolve when we are able to um, see clearly in another another light if that makes sense yeah yeah we're i'm big on mindfulness and so essentially it's another way to become mindful right reach right we kind exactly. of find, we each find our own path right to to that sort of mindfulness what is it God, i'm forgetting my philosophers <laughs> it's not gandhi it was but it was one of those <laughs> it was one of those one of those philosophers i've I'm forgetting my philosophers, and I'm going to feel bad in an hour when I remember. (laughs) (laughs) But it's you transcend something, and you can actually do that in your everyday life. You don't have to be stuck, right? You don't have to be stuck in the mindset that society puts you in. You can actually transcend that. Right. You can transcend that through mindfulness, uh, through breath work. Um, I host tantric events as well, uh, just to tap into your tap into another aspect of yourself, of self, of pleasure. It doesn't necessarily it doesn't mean sex, you know. Only mm-hmm. when, when I say tantra, people just immediately like, oh, it's a sex. But really, it's about sensuality, experiencing that sensuality. Like when you bite an apple, you know, actually drink the juices, taste the juices, and that's an aspect of mindfulness. So you know, during my events that I host. Um, I have, we hold hands and we do like um, breath work circles and we, we actually feel our own breath going in and out and just being mindful of how much our body works for us. <laughs> so it's good just to take that time. And when you do that, it's, it's expressing a form of um, inner gratification for you being here. Because oftentimes it's like, oh, why am I here? I'm just so depressed. Nothing's going right, you know, but it, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, you're, you you program your, your your mind into thinking that and you don't appreciate the small things. So appreciating the small things can lead to a better life because not everything's going to go out work as planned, you know, but having that mindfulness and, 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 and choosing that time to center and just love yourself. You know what? That happened for a reason. That's here to make me feel better or help me grow. And you actually literally lift your spirits to higher height so you can actually look down and say you know what oh my goodness i could see why i went through that so what i like to do with my readings is i like to tell people hey let's look at this at a different perspective what can you learn from this and let's write it down instead of saying ah bad things happening and we just kind of you know use that as a blanketed statement for everything but really it's happening to to help you grow (laughs) so um and, and oftentimes we feel like we're these prisoners in our own prison that we created but really it's all illusory so you know really i believe freedom begins with the mind it's not anybody can give you it's what you can give yourself so that's why i wanted to uh you know just uh, create a platform where people can be themselves talk about that and you know talk about what we don't normally talk about (laughs) no and that's why we're here because there's so many ways to find we describe it as love because essentially for us, everything is love. Everything is based around love. And lots of people, when they think of love, they think only think romantic love or the love for right. your, your children, right? There's That's the kind of the two kind of loves people think about. But it's the love of your friends, the love of your 
not just your family, love of, like you said, the love of a taste of an apple, right? You can love the taste of an apple. Now, I don't actually love the taste of food, but I can understand how I don't taste food right anymore. So it's, that's, you know, it's concussion, Aww. concussion thing. But, you know, but you find other things to love, right? It's you love the fact that my grandson gets to live here and he get, I get to watch him grow up at least forever, however long he's here. You know, if it's six months or a year, I get to watch him grow up in that period of time. And it's a wonderful thing. And just being mindful of those, they seem small, but really that's what life is. It's, and if you can't love those small moments, you can't love the big ones. Right. Exactly. And I believe with the mainstream media, it, it, it pumps out, you need to seek instant gratification through this. And then we end up becoming a society of just users and abusers. And we're wondering why we're not prospering mentally, spiritually, even physically, um, because your spiritual and your mental, all that, all that is connected. So when your, your spirit isn't right, it's going to show outwardly. Um, also, I don't know if anybody heard, like, you know, cancer is the disease of the mind. You know, if you feel disease, it, you literally are programming your body to eat away at whatever, you know, that is sustaining life. So you want to give yourself life. And even with the concussion, what you had said before, you can actually transform yourself by just, you know, saying affirmations and saying, you know what, I can taste this apple. I can enjoy it because there's people that actually can taste things, but they just take it for granted, you know, and they don't really enjoy it. So it literally, if you, you deprogram your mind from saying, I'm, I don't believe in this disease, I'm not saying stop going to your physician and or anything like that. Yeah. This isn't medical advice. But, you know, this is also how we can spiritually heal ourselves. We have to entertain that. And if you literally tell your mind, program your mind like, hey, you know what? I can taste this apple. I'm going to keep doing it. They literally said it takes like 21 days to reprogram your brain. So if you're consistently doing this and you're you're putting out the affirmations, you're telling yourself that it may feel awkward at first, but so does, you know, a baby when they're taking their first steps, you know, so this is very similar to spiritual growth. I, I believe all of us, we're all adults. We look like adults, but, um, you know, working in the world and everything like that, but we are still in um, the spiritual infancy stage where we don't even know who we are, why we are here. And, you know, you ask someone, what are you here for? Like, oh, I'm just here to be. You know, I'm just here to be like a front desk person or anything or a dentist or whatever. You know, I used to work in the dental field and my boss, he just wasn't happy. I mean, he, he had the money and everything, but just wasn't happy. A lot of my clients, they went to school, they did all these other things and they're just not happy because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And until, you know, they drop everything, that's when they could find themselves. And a lot of times I really believe right now there's a huge shift that's happening, waking people up to discover their true gifts so that they can be, you know, be of assistance to this, this society. Because I honestly believe there is this new world form. We can argue the new world order because they, they're trying to do that as well. We all know yeah. that. But there's also a new and beautiful natural order that's already around us. We have to grasp that. And we can use this opportunity to bridge that gap and, 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 we have this more of a unity consciousness so we can move forward to this new natural earth where we learn to plant. The quarantine is forcing us to go within. So physically we're already going within. So what we do with that is let's go a little deeper and see what we can do because a lot of people, um, a lot of negativity is being exposed with, with this whole Corona thing. So people are, you know, committing suicide, they're getting depressed, they're fighting with each other more. It's difficult for them to, you know, actually be with their kids, you know, because they're constantly at work. That was their outlet. So this 
is a, an opportunity for us to face ourselves so we can see, okay, what I need, what I need to uproot out of here so I can be clearer and, and, and move forward. So it, it, you, you can literally make lemonade out of this situation. And I know that sounds cliche, but you can if someone hands you lemons. <laughs> Oh, that's well, what I'm you, choosing to do. Well, you you have to. I, I had spent my life with an anxiety disorder, and it broke more than just my mind and spirit. It broke my body as well. And so if you do that, that constant negativity, it, it's living in a state of anxiety, a state of constant state of fear. That takes a toll on not just your mind, not just your spirit, but your right. physical body. And so as I've – that's the biggest actually – it's not actually the uh, – the mental or even the, the spiritual side of me that's the big, I noticed the biggest difference is I can actually walk now. Uh, Christina actually knew there was a, there was a point where I had to use a cane because my, I couldn't deal with the pain in my knees that I had to use a cane to walk around. And I, and one day I just said, I'm not doing this anymore. I put the cane down and forced myself to walk <laughs> like a kind of a normal human being. And it took a long time and it was, painful i would get stuck that little just get stuck trying to walk across the house but mm -hmm. and you'd have to have someone would come to come and help you get to like christina can talk about how that was a kind of a traumatizing experience for poor, poor, poor christina over there uh, well it was it was it was alarming but we got through it yeah when um, we, and you get through it through love now i know christina you had questions for well, I have I I have six questions. Oh wow! All right, <laughs> love and relationship questions. Now, this is I did an internet search, yeah, because I understand you do tarot. You you also use you you as you mentioned you use tarot cards. So I wondered, you know, what kind of questions would someone ask someone who had never been to a tarot card reading before so i have a couple questions that have to do with love um and it says what you can ask what can i do to align myself with the energy of love oh wow <laughs> my goodness um yes I, I get a lot of love readings um yeah a lot i especially like working um for uh, one of those, it's like a psychic hotline. It was um, like one of the top five psychic hotlines I was working for. And I just heard all kinds of stories and um, it was actually a psychic source. Um, but yes, I, I've heard from like, what can I do to better my relationship to um, how can I cheat on my husband or wife? So I've heard <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Yes, I've heard a lot. Yeah, so basically, um, Oftentimes, people don't really even ask me that. They will come at me saying, well, this guy needs to do this, and I'm going to chase him down, and, you know, I'm going to get this person, and he's going to love me, and I'm going to beat his butt if he doesn't come here. <laughs> so I'm just saying, well, you know what? You're chasing him around. Maybe this is a bigger problem that, you know, than just him. It's, it stems with you about feeling your own inner peace and your own happiness. So I'm not always telling people, oh, break up. I do tell people to take a step back and to rethink how your involvement um, is interfering with your life and your love life, because mm -hmm. we do still need to maintain a sense of autonomy within our relationship, be it spiritual, physical, mental. Um, and, and if you're not self-soothing and you're not, you know, being mindful and taking that time or even setting healthy boundaries, 
you know, you're actually adding to the toxicity, you know, in the, in the relationship, you know? So, um, you know, it's very, very in, important for uh, one to align themselves saying, you know what? I love myself. I'm already happy. I'm at peace with myself. I attract peaceful situations at all times. So it's a matter of, you know, like, um, like I was just, just, just saying before, you know, you have to, you know, write those affirmations and, and speak to yourself, nurture yourself. You basically have to, uh, how I say it, nurture the inner child because inner child is the one that's been neglected. That's the one that feels they need to seek all this external pleasures just to feel happy again. And we give it, you know, sometimes we drink or we smoke or we have other addictions, you know, to give that temporary high there. But you know, we really, and it's nothing wrong with, you know, the ganja for those people out there, nothing wrong with it, but it's something wrong when it's buried and you're not, you know, you're not dealing with your inner self and you're using it to cover up or it becomes like an addictive thing where you're just like, you know, trying to escape reality all the time. <laughs> so one way to align yourself with love is to take a step back and look at the picture instead of diving into it and just fighting, 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 you know, you, it's very, very important uh, for you to see your involvement because oftentimes women like, Oh, I want to find Mr. Right. I'm like, okay, well, are you Mrs. Right? You know, what can you do to better your situation so you can attract more harmonious types of interactions? Yeah. That's a good and question. Can't say just that. I'm sorry. That's, that's a good question. Or are you Mrs. Right? That, or, or are you Mr. Right? When so I'm looking for Mrs. Right. Well, are you Mr. Right? You know, are you, or are you right. even on that path? Not even because no one's <laughs> ever right, Mr. Right. But are you even on the right path to your Mr. Right or to your Mrs. Right? Because you know it's a long exactly. path. You're never going to actually get there. And so, yes. but are you on the right path? Are you becoming the person you want to be, or because you're not going to attract the person you don't want to be if you're not the person you want, right? It's you get out of this world what you put into it. All right, Christina, yes. you get one more question of those six because we're we're, we're kind of not one more one more question. Okay, we're moving on to some yoga and stuff. All right. All right. How can I better communicate with my partner? Because we all know that's that's key. Mm -hmm. How how can yeah. we how can we use our intuition? How can we use love? How can we channel that that intent into our communication with our significant other? Ooh, wow. That's a really deep question. Um, and believe it or not me, I'm a big thing. I, oh yeah, I love it. When I, when I do, um, it's so important when you want to connect with your, your partner. Um, you know, I love incense. I like candles. Um, and, and I turn off all the, turn off the TV, turn off all the distractions. And, you know, you could also look up, look up online, some tantric type of, um, a connection, like, um, like ways you can like uh, connect, like for instance, it's kind of hard to describe it, but you know, you can have your partner sitting down and you can sit down on their lap and just hug and you could basically share one breath together. And while you're doing that, you're giving mm -hmm. that your partner the, the intent of like, I love you and I want you to feel me. You know, you can even hold a hand if that's too, too close, but hey, your partners, you guys got to be comfortable with each other. So, you know, yeah. hold hands. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it, it's crazy because you can literally feel the pulse in your hands. So when you hold hands, you're feeling that energy and you're just saying, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to program. I'm going to tell myself I, I envision this red ball of energy coming out of my hands, red ball of passion coming out of my hands. And I'm going to give it to my, my partner. A lot of about intent is just putting it in your mind and sending it out. 
It's just like when you do your prayers, you're putting in your mind, you're putting it out there. Thank you. You know, you're, you're, you're basically, some people, they hold their hands together. They hold it. It's, it's all in the power of the hands. So, um, and just touch the connection and touch. So that's one way you can send love messages without having to speak. You know, sometimes talking, you can talk in circles and, and, and it's not necessarily saying communication is bad, but that's not the only way to connect with your partner. Communication is an aspect of it, especially if there's a, a disagreement. So first get that communication, be open with each other, talk about some things that you guys can improve, you know, and, and what I always, you know, tell people, hey, this, well, this is a suggestion, uh, a seven minute sit down. So if there's an argument that has happened, it's important to do a seven minute sit down where each person gets seven minutes to speak their part. And after that, you know, connect, you know, turn off the TV, put some music on and hold each other's hand, send out that love and just be open to receiving as well. Because we women, sometimes it's difficult to receive because we may feel awkward. Those That awkward feeling will create blocks. So it's important to be mindful with yourself, clear yourself, and then you can share that happiness and, and that that um, higher vibration type of energy with your partner. And then, you know, you'll be surprised though they'll reciprocate it, you know? So the person who's really comfortable and in tune with it, they can be the leader and just, you know, uh, continue implementing that. And then the partner will, you know, in turn will, will follow. And then maybe they may start initiating it. Just be open to receiving it. And being a teacher, we, we all can heal together. I think that's a great thing is, you know, as, as couples, we've, nobody comes into a relationship without scars, right? Yes. And so we right. all have to heal together. There's, that's kind of the whole point of a loving relationship is to become better human beings and you become better human beings through healing. And, and Crystal, what's, you can go to crystalshealingarts.com, yeah. correct? If you can. To hear more yes. about the, your this type of a yes. intuitive yeah, it has a little bit about yes. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, so, okay, I was stumbling over myself. It happens on occasion. <laughs> dangers of life. <laughs> I do that too. I fumble over it. I'm like ah. Yeah, but but yes, I'm, um, I'm a professional uh, TV host. I'm supposed to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're real people here, so it's not like Fox News where we're giving you the real. People flub that happens. I said toxicity. I said it all wrong. So I don't even worry about it. Oh, I can't but, pronounce toxicity. I'm a politician. I can't pronounce toxicity. Yeah. I, I just said toxicity. Tox. I'm like whatever. Everybody knew what you were talking about. So go to crystalshealingarts.com. You can find yeah. out more information about about that, about her intuitive healing and intuitive coaching. Now another thing I found interesting that you've been doing the last couple days, I guess, is you have this thing called imperfect yoga, and I personally think that's great. Because, you know, I don't do yoga. I'm not that flexible. But I know Christina, she, she plays around. With, again, this is one of you guys going to sit here and talk yoga for five minutes, which is going to be fun. But I like, what's the idea of imperfect yoga? <laughs> the idea behind imperfect yoga is come as you are. Because oftentimes people make excuses for working out and just saying, oh, I can't do it. Or I'm too fat. Or I look too clumsy. It's like, that is what makes us perfect the imperfection so let's get out there and let's work out and it's another way to um experience mindfulness and learn and and, and it's imperfect because you know i don't know all the malahasa hasa hasa i can't even pronounce a lot of that stuff so but i know the moves and i, I know how to, to to do it you know what i mean and i'm learning as i go so you know and people are accepting that of me 
that imperfect side of myself. And that in turn helps me learn. So, you know, and, and it's also a good way for me to bond with my baby. And there's other moms that are out there that are just like, they're at the shave and they're like, I want to bond with my baby. Um, you know, cause I wasn't unfortunate. Unfortunately I had to, you know, get a C-section. I didn't want to get one. I had a really uh, traumatic situation with the birth and I just, you know, it was my first baby. I wanted to have like a home water birth and everything. And it just didn't work out that way. And um, I, I, didn't, I didn't really get a chance to get that skin to skin right when he first came out. So um, I, I found a way to also just say, hey, you know what? Things aren't always perfect. It's not always going to work out. So we can make it fun by just embracing that. And, you know, let's let's bond with ourselves. Let's not bond with our babies. Let's do this journey together. And let's, I don't care what you look like, what your background comes from. I don't care if your room is tiny or a large house, bring everything together. Like I was doing the yoga with toys in the background, you know, and I also give like little toy reviews for moms, you know, because we often, we want to spend everything on our little ones. And then we have like a whole, you know, closet full of toys that the baby doesn't even use because they outgrow it, you know, too fast. So, um, you know, that's another way I can bond with Chance, my little, uh, my little guy, Chancellor Wildstar. And um, I see that he mimics me when I do the downward dog. He's trying to do the downward dog or he's going under me like, you know, like I'm a bridge, like a little under the bridge type of thing. And it's just really enjoyable to learn different poses you can incorporate where you can, you can use your, um, bring your baby into with too. So the thing is, if you do your yoga, you can enjoy it. You can also bring in your family. You can bring your baby. You can bring, you know, bring your dog or your cat. <laughs> So um, it's, it's, it's just a fun way to bond and it's just, you know, it's, it's fun. They see me fall down. There's times where I'm, I make a mistake, but I want people to know that it's okay. It's okay to flub. It's okay to make mistakes. Well, that's one of the, one of the things I love about yoga is you can do it imperfectly and still get benefits. Right. And the fact I don't know about anyone else. I, I sure hope everyone else experiences this. A lot of times with different exercise, you have to wait for sometimes weeks to really feel the benefits. With yoga, it's that same day. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because it's instantly. It's, it's a combination of breath work and then uh, stretching. You're opening up your channels, your energy channels, and just allowing the energy to come through. Even the very poses when you're, you know, you're putting your hands up. It's just like I'm giving gratitude, you know, and, and it's just it, it's it's beautiful, you know, and I'm like, you know, what? I got to I got to do something. I want to just, you know, make a video. I want I want to inspire lots of people around the world to get into this. This is has many, many benefits, great stress relief and um, release. And, and just, it, it's great. Yeah. I, I love it. And I'm learning more each day. So there's so many different posts. <laughs> well, I love the fact that it's kind of accepting the, the, the humanity. We're not perfect. We're not all type A personalities who, who want the world to be perfect. We Some of us actually like the imperfections of the world. It gives it character. It gives, right. you know, and not all imperfections are bad. <laughs> you know, it's the, so the fact that, you know, you have fun with your yoga that you have and, and you have the baby around and the toys in the background. It's all it's all <laughs> fine. It doesn't have to be perfect because, in fact, that imperfection may very well make it better. You know, exactly. It, it may very well make it better. And then you also show other people that, look, you can actually be yourself. You can be wide open. You can be have your flaws and your imperfections shown to the world and nothing happens, <laughs> right? 
the world. Hey, right. again, you do yoga and you show the world that it's imperfect. And what's the worst that happens is some Nimrod on the internet makes a comment and goes away, but you've got 10 people saying, Hey, this is great. It's like me, but right. I'm, too, I'm not, a, but I'm not willing to do that. And so that one person becomes less important. It's that, <laughs> exactly that negative yeah. person and i think so so today it's so easy to focus we so we so focus on that one negative person it's like when your pinky hurts you know your small finger hurts you forget that you got nine that work great and right because you, you focus on this one that's hurting and so well mm -hmm. you know you've got you still got nine that work great okay so put a splint on it it's gonna hurt for a couple weeks but <laughs> it's all right you'll you'll get through <laughs> Right, exactly. The media pumps that out. They pump out perfection. You got to look like this. You got to do this. And so that's where we get that idea. I'm like, I don't have like the Buddha statue in the background all the time or the waterfall and all that type of stuff. There are going to be some toys and I may even step on it, but I'm still going to keep going. And because all of our lives are different, you know, and it, it's right now it's so important for us to break, embrace our uniqueness, because I believe that's what's being used to, you know, dismantle humanity we're so busy focusing on the differences and living behind titles and, and it's just it's very limiting to yeah. who we are i mean we're, we're not limited to one title we, we have we're so we're, we're so unique we have so many different you know likes and things to when we learn there's more things we can share you know it, we can't limit ourselves anymore yeah stop putting us in boxes we know yes. we're humans <laughs> we're, we're not cattle get us out of the boxes now exactly yeah get us out of the boxes we want to be free-range humans Get us the right. Free range humans. I like that. I want to be a free range human being. Now, speaking of free range human beings, your husband, Nicholas Wallastar, is a friend of mine, a colleague, I suppose. We run in the same political circles. I helped him on his political campaign. And, you know, now now the Levinator. Yeah, the, now the Levinator over there is kind of dealing with the same thing. So I want to know something that maybe us candidates need to be more aware of about it, what you guys go through. Those of who love us have to watch us go out and put ourselves out into the into the world and we have to take arrows and we have to put ourselves out on tv shows and radio shows and you know that's a big thing you know you can the world can come crashing down on you kind of at any minute right in the way the world works today and you've yeah. been dealing with that for a while and i know christina's having to deal with that now but so what's that like is that you know if you had to tell candidates like me Okay, this is what your spouse has to go through, and you should be aware of it so you can be more mindful because you, you know, you all love each other. You're willing to go through it because you love them, right? That, yeah. I'm assuming, you know, if, if right, because I, I know it cannot be an easy thing. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. Um, I, I would honestly say balance, balance is key. Because the thing is, sometimes, you know, candidates, they get too stuck on the end goal where they forget almost everything around them. They forget to eat. They forget to take care of the things in the house. They even forget to even give attention to their spouse. You know, there's been times where I'm like, uh, hey, you're on the computer a little too long. Hey, here, I mean, I'm going to give you some, I'm going to slide this food over here so you can eat. You know, just take care of yourself because sometimes that mission to want to you know, help people become so strong where you're neglecting yourself and you're surrounded, you know, um, Nick, he does his best to try to, you know, balance the two and everything, you know, and, um, and I do my best to try to remind him of doing such, but it, it's very difficult because it's like, I do have to share my guy, especially when he ran for uh mayor, his recent uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. 
um, that was pretty tough because, you know, especially during the holidays, he was, you know, out and about. And then, of course, the courts and things. And he's he's just he's a fighter. This guy's a fighter. And it's hard because I'm like, hey, you got a family here, you know, and it can be a little difficult because, you know, um, I, I want him to understand where I'm coming from. But then again, I have to be respectful of what his calling in life is, too. So it's a matter of us both finding a balance. And that sometimes can be a struggle. And to say, hey, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what, forget these people. If they're being mean to you, because he tells me it bothers him. He, hears, he gets a lot of like, you know, a lot of flack from other people just telling him all this stuff like, oh, you're dumb. Oh, go here. Da, da, da. And I read some of those comments and they're really, really heartbreaking, you know. And, and granted, you may not agree with everything he says, but you don't have to like bring him down so much because he's still learning through each campaign, each interaction. He's still learning as we all are. And, um, and sometimes it can be really frustrating. And I, I see him just kind of worn a little bit um, from time, you know, from um, certain, um, I guess, like interviews, not interviews, but like some of the comments that are left and um, what some people say, you know, because a lot of people, I honestly believe they're sleeping, you know, and he wants yeah. to wake them up and they like to be comfortable. So they'll attack anyone that tries to shake the cradle a little bit. So, you know, I have to, as a wife, I still pick up on that stress from my husband, also being intuitive you know, like an empath, I can pick up on a lot of energies and emotions around me. So imagine his, he's very strong willed. So right. I got, I got to tell him, you got to regulate that. Let's, let's meditate together. And there's times where he doesn't as much, you know, so I'm trying to pull him there, but I also got to be mindful of myself and also, you know, uh, practice patience, you know, with him too. So this is, is definitely, you know, um, a test for me too. It can be scary too, because it, you know, went up against the grain, also African-American, you know, there's lots of stuff going on right now. And, uh, you know, so I, I do my best to just maintain a sense of peace throughout all this chaos and and uh, just being confident that um, my husband is here doing his calling and that he's looked out for and, and just, you know, give him lots of good vibes and uh, best wishes on a lot of things. You know, as much as I want to protect him from everything, you know, I have to allow him to be, you know. To be him. Yeah. So you, you can't, Nicholas, you couldn't stop him from being him. That would be damaging to his spirit and his soul, right? It would... You, you can't Very you can't do that right you love them too much right. is it like but is it like having your heart kind of rocking around out there right essentially yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Now, you know christina's been lucky because this whole coronavirus thing has kind of kept me in the in the house so she's had me during this campaign season she hasn't <laughs> she hasn't had to lose me to the to, she hasn't had to lose me to the state fair and all that kind of th all that kind of stuff like she did last year and so so what about you over there miss lovinator how's the this being a campaign wife, a political wife, how's that trip for you over there? Well, the only thing I would have to add is it gets a bit overwhelming at times. And it's nice to have a period of time where we don't talk about politics. Yes. You know, oh, we, my goodness. We, yes. We go take a drive for the afternoon and we talk about the kids. We talk about us. Yeah, we talk yeah. about, uh, you know, the family. But, but we're not going to talk about politics for a day. Right. And then I can come, I come back refreshed, refocused. I can't imagine it must do the same for you. Oh, my goodness. You hit the nail on the head. Thank you for bringing that up because... It's about like, I can't believe this, you know, such and such, this passed or, oh, that, 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 you know, that law, they just passed this and executive order this and da, 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 da. Cause I really wasn't really big into politics when I, when I met him and Me I didn't either. know he was going to run for office. You know, I'm like, oh, this is cool. We can live, but it's just, 
it grew over our experiences and his need for wanting to change, you know, just grew. And I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? These are really big feats. You're running for governor? Jeez, you know, it's scary because it's a lot of corruption. And they yeah. don't like they don't like people who are speaking about freedom and rights. They'll hush you up in a minute. These guys are crazy out here. So that, that that's scary, you know? So just also speaking about politics and then just running up against the grain. You know, I mean, if it was a truly you know, fair society and, you know, uh, without money being an issue, I wouldn't mind it so much, but it's so much smearing and all this. It's just, it gets pretty crazy. I, I just don't like the platform, like how it's set. I mean, it's set up for people to make the most change, be effective, of course, you know, but it's just a lot of corruption. It also leaves room for people to want to take over like greed and people who have money. It becomes like a big money game and, and it just, it brings out you know, just the two-facedness of everything. And I, I learned a lot in the campaign trail. And, you know, yeah, it, people it, have on your face. and <laughs> It pushes out love and brings in a, a, the other side of humanity that we don't like to see, right? It pushes That's the love out. It, where, where, love, where we yeah. need love the most, right, in the government, really, is where we need to be focusing on how loving the fellow human beings. And it's where we actually get it the least. And and actually, yeah. and that's one of the reasons we actually started the show is because I needed to put some place to talk for an hour or so to focus a few hours a week where I just completely talk about love, dropped all of the politics, dropped all of the internal right. stuff, and just said, you know, we're going to do a podcast one day a week. We're going to talk about love, relationship love, family love, friend love, food love, whatever the heck it is. We're going to talk about love because that's what this world needs more than anything else. And so, Crystal, I want to thank you for coming today. It was a great to have you here. You can go to crystalshealingarts.com to find out more about yeah. more about her. And this will be up on our podcast at 11.30. Now, wait, wait, we do it at 11.30, so it'll be up, what, about Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday morning, 1 o'clock, 1 a.m. Sunday morning, it'll be on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I also host events too. So people in the Central Valley area, I do a lot of, uh, I do wine and readings uh -huh. where, you know, people come in. And so if anyone in the Central Valley area would like to come by, um, I try to make, you know, do a, a, an event once a month. Um, I also do like uh, workshops. I'll be having a, a psychic development workshop coming up really soon. Um, you know, I also have coaching packages and things like that. And all that's on the website as well as my events. Uh, yeah, so, um, and also too, I'll be doing some live Oracle card readings. I, I wanted to give you guys one, but I know it's probably going to, uh, be a little cut short here, but, uh, oh. I want to say keep up the good work. Christina will want you to come back and do that. Trust me. I mean, we okay. can actually, <laughs> would, you, would you come back and do a card tarot card reading for us sometime? Yeah. Just let, let me know. I, oh. I have my card here. I got oh, my, uh, my card. If, if, do you have time? Because we have it's our podcast. We can do this as long as we want. We're trying to save you time. If you have time, Christina would love for you to do that right now. I know she would. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just like I, I basically I use my little angel there. This I can give you guys like one card each. Just a little yeah. angel therapy. Yeah, card. just so people can have an idea of what it is. Because some people that are really religious are afraid of this. They feel it's demonic and all this other stuff so um you know this basically it just helps us see certain things and this right here is an oracle card oracles are more like um you know it's more like an emotional blueprint of what you're going through or what's going on and you know give you like some tips to say hey you know maybe we'll eat a little healthier and stuff like that so um i'm I, i'm thrilled to do you know pull a card for uh for both of you um yeah, and you oh, for, thank um, you. 
Yes, yes, for James. Also, too, I do feel like you are a healer, you know, so there's reasons why there's ailments that are going on with you. Um, you're being challenged to uh, to new heights and you're being challenged to to do a bit more of this, you know, love thing. You know, and you're already doing it now, but I, I believe you're going to be, you know, getting more into this a bit more. I, I also see like dreams and stuff like that, you know, so pay attention to your dreams. If you don't have a dream journal, you know, <laughs> you should get one. Start tapping into that intuitive ability because you do have healing energy in your hands. Um, and I believe that's this is part of your journey. So definitely rub your hands together. Get your hands nice and warm. Touch the spots where you feel like, hey, I can use a little bit of love there. You know, touch those areas where you need that love. You'll be surprised. Just keep doing it, even if you feel crazy. You know, I mean, it's wonderful to be crazy in love with yourself. <laughs> I thought I had to add that in there. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I do agree. a card. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's I crazy. Believe, I crazy. Yeah, cr he is a healer. He really is. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to practice it more and allow that side to flow more. And you guys will be able to intuitively uh, connect a bit more, too. I, I do feel more of like an intuitive a connection coming from that too. Like some things will be unspoken. Do you know what I mean? So you guys will, will definitely feel that more. I do well, I'll feel tell like you something. Uh, my therapist says I'd be a good therapist. Yes, you do. You have a healing, um, <laughs> this warm energy about you. It's really magnetic. And you know, that's something I really, I, I like the fact that you're using this platform to talk about love because I believe that's also part of your mission as well as waking people up. So good job. Okay. Yay. You got one card that popped out. Uh -oh. um, this one is right here, right when I said that. <laughs> it says Ascended Masters. Basically, it just shows that um, you have angels that are surrounding you, guiding you in your path. And uh, I do believe they're going to be speaking to, you know, through dreams. I keep getting dreams and uh, coincidences are going to start happening. Like, oh, wow, that was a deja vu moment. So you're going to start feeling more of that. I do feel that for the both of you guys. I do believe you guys um, are here, you know, to help with humanity. And I think this is beautiful. This is a beautiful way to do it. So for James, and we're going to go ahead and pull out this one for James. <laughs> now, this is it's called the goddess card. It says, express your divine feminine energy, embracing its magical intuition and nurturing qualities. So basically, that's just saying that it's time for you to tap into that divine feminine, which you're already doing. You're tapping into right. that love. You're tapping into that nurturing. So well, that's pretty good. I love it. I love it. All right. Yes. Yeah. And then also, too, for your lovely wife, before we go, I'm going to hold you guys up too long. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Twin flame. We got twin flame connection. Oh my goodness. I showed you guys, you guys are have a twin flame connection. A twin flames, they're they come together so that they can help evolve faster. So the relationship, you guys may have a couple little quarrels here and there, but all it is is to make you guys stronger. It's almost as if you guys met before in a past life. I don't know if you guys are familiar with past lives or heard of it before, but um, I am, yes. Yeah, I had a I had an aunt that was big into the into reincarnation. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You guys are destined to meet. You guys are destined to evolve together. And it's, um, I, I feel your wife, she's pulling you in that direction and she's helping you bring that balance back into your life. And you're there to bring that, that structure for her, you know, because just in case she mis misplaced something, you're going to be there to help her out. So I see well, you guys. God, that is true. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is. Like, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> it really is. That's pretty good. I got to give you, that's pretty dang good. That's because it is. She does. She has brought the balance into my life. It's true. She truly has. And we're, you know, we're, it's always a journey. You know, journeys are never ending. And, and, she, and she will give up on looking for something at the drop of a hat. It's gone. It's gone. No, it's not. Gone. And you're Let's... there to help her. Yes. And then... and you're, there, you're there to help keep her on that, that track there because she's like, I, I don't want to stress because she doesn't want to stress. So, yeah. you know, because because that's going to worry her and because she got too many other things she got to do. So, so that's now, why you're there. I'll find it. It's here somewhere. It's fine. I'll get all this. <laughs> That's and you pretty have, good. You with that calmness, you guys basically balance each other, so you guys can be the best version of yourselves. That's the example, or that's the true definition of a twin flame. So I think that's beautiful between you two. Well, well thank think- you, thank you so much for that reading. That was wonderful. Oh, thank you. All right, well, let's go to Crystal's Healing Arts for some more of that absolute magic. I don't know how the heck that happened. I, we didn't discuss any of that before the show. We didn't I, we didn't know she had the tarot cards there. I knew Christina would want that, but that was that was amazing. <laughs> Generally amazing. Thank you Crystal for coming on. Lady Wildstar, you guys you are my half of my favorite couple in the world. You guys just is exude love, which is why I wanted you on as my first guest. Thank tell Nicholas tell Nicholas we love him. Tell him to keep this keep up the fight, but Kiss, kiss the baby for us. <laughs> I will definitely if I can catch him. That guy's fast. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. We got we we got a little one. My my uh, grandson. grandson. Yeah, thank you. He's what a year and a half now. He is fast. He down the steps. He can get down the step now with, with, all by himself. And yeah, these kids. I know they're it, they're amazing. They're they're like walking miracles. Just sitting, he crawls up yeah. the stairs down too. And I'm like, whoa! You just came out of my stomach, and then you're crawling, doing a Spider Man crawl. On the ground. Just like wow. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah, but it, it's fun. It's, it's I'm enjoying it. I, I enjoy doing yoga with him, and I'll continue doing that. I I try to strive for Sundays and uh, Thursdays. So definitely stay tuned to uh, my Facebook page. I'll be starting a, a, a YouTube channel soon too. No Fantastic. Well, that's great. Yes. Everybody should be looking for that. All right. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. Love you. All right. And that was Crystal Wildstar. You can go see her at crystalhealingarts.com, just as we were just talking about. And you still aren't going to get me to go to a formal tarot reading, a psychic reading. You're not going to do it. I, I can sit there overseeing your mind, your wheels turning over there in your head, saying, I bet you I can get him to go now. No, no, no. Maybe Crystal, we can sit down with Crystal, but I'm not going to some, some crackpot at the side of the road on Highway 50 on the way to Tahoe. Well, yes, you have to trust your, <laughs> your, your intuitive reader, yes. I'm just saying, but you're not going to get me to go to a formal tarot card reading. But just because I'm a cynic doesn't mean other people should be. And, and I want to be clear. I'm not really a cynic. It's just you've seen far too many people who scam people. And so it, it's you're a cynic of scammers, not necessarily of the art itself. Because there is an art to it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have, the scam wouldn't have lasted this many thousands of years. So there is some truth. It's just a matter of finding that truth. And one of the ways that in, in going into a reading, when you think about if someone is considering this, and, and the next thing would be, well, what do I ask? 
Okay, and there I I have found online. Um, this is this is from josephinehardman.com, Twenty insightful questions to ask your tarot oracle cards. Now, now what I wanted to review is is the criteria for formulating a question. Uh-huh. Okay, so you would use the most specific language you can manage. You want to really narrow things down, okay? So you don't ask which career path is right for me. You would ask, is career X the right option for my highest good in healing? So it's it's in how you frame your, your questions. Uh-huh, so you, you leave out room, you kind of remove room for the bullshit well it seems that well it's it's a plan right or if they're gonna bullshit you the damn well better be good at it (laughs) (laughs) i know i get it that makes sense it makes sense to me i I understand well in 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 other things too because you want to keep your questions self-focused you know asking about others like as a form of crime so you would don't ask is my date is my ex dating someone else? What you would ask is, is it in my best interest to get back together with my ex? So it's on framing your questions, it being self-focused. What would be the best for you? You're asking questions about yourself. Well, well, okay, but that question actually brings up an interesting point. If you're asking, should you get back together with your ex or is your ex seeing someone else well if it's your ex what the hell are you supposed to be carrying if they're seeing someone else they're your ex isn't well, that right well, you're, you're thinking about going back together but you think that they're but sorry are, are you guys involved having, with someone else yeah but if they're your ex then they're allowed to be involved with someone else that's why they're your ex again when people have i don't understand these things where ex is your ex or you're not is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm just okay, overlooking. Maybe me, I'm overthinking. Okay. The, maybe I'm overthinking the question. Okay, how's how's this one? Let's reframe it in this way. Is my partner cheating on me? Instead of asking that, mm-hmm. okay. Some people wonder. Is my current relationship based on honesty and transparency? So you would ask the tarot cards that question. Your and ask for mm-hmm. guidance in that area. Okay. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave room for the. No, I, I see you're leaving room. You're you're removing some wiggle room. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Remember to ask time specific questions instead of dwelling on the past. Instead of saying, uh, instead of asking, how could so and so betray me ten years ago? What you would ask is, what do I need to learn about where I'm placing my trust? So you would focus on today. And here here again, yourself. Yes, because that the way you're phrasing that question the first way is you're actually not moving forward. You're just sticking, how could that person do it? Well, that doesn't help me move forward in it. Even if you get the correct answer. Because they're a louse or because your relationship was emotionally broken doesn't really matter what the heck the answer is it doesn't help you today 
<laughs> so what do I, yeah, what do I need to know about me to move forward in trust and transparency? Yeah, yeah. How do I? So the question to to, to really, I suppose, maybe the, the question for for that is is what do I need to learn to be a better human being? Well, that goes into my next one, number four. This is the last one. Oh, maybe I should shut up and let you actually. Take, you would take. You would take. We have to take. We all have to take responsibility for ourselves. Okay. Right. Yeah. Even if you're not. You're, well, yes, because even if what even if something happens to you that's completely out of your control, you're still the one in the shithole. Right. You. We. We don't, my we don't blame or project onto others. For instance. Why did so-and-so steal that promotion from me? We would reframe the question to the tarot. What can I do to contribute positively to my job and become an irreplaceable employee? Yeah, what would what I not do? Or what what did is I do it? wrong? Or yeah, what, what, taking responsibility or, for, your, for your own growth. Or what skills do they really looking for that I lack? Yes. You know, maybe it's an interpersonal skill because not all skills are, are, are a lot. When you want to talk about a job, not all not all job skills are measurable, shall we say? There is the interpersonal skill, the ability to relate to people, the ability to get people to perform or to focus or to whatever you're. You know, there's sometimes it's not easily measured. You know, if someone's a bit cranky as a as a boss, there's times when that may be good and may not be good. It kind of depends on the culture and the needs and all the various things. So just because you're the you have the best technical skills for a certain job, it doesn't mean you're the right person for that job. Someone else may have a personality that a fit that's better for that particular job at that particular time. And so it may have literally absolutely nothing to do with you other than your personality type isn't what they need at that moment. And what you're supposed to do with that? You gonna change your personality type? Right. No, no, you just accept that, hey, there's some things that aren't meant to be. You don't wanna be the jerk. You don't wanna have to be the head hunter. Yeah, maybe your job is to go in there and you have to figure out what who the crappiest ten percent of workers are and fire them. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you maybe you couldn't sleep at night if you did that. So maybe you don't want that promotion. Maybe you want to keep your head down for six months, and then when that guy's job is done and he goes off to somewhere else, and they need someone to manage and rebuild the culture after they've had, uh, you know, layoffs. Even if it's the worst ten percent, it's still tough to deal with. Right? Even if it's the worst 10% of your employees, it's still a culture shock. You have to come in and rebuild a culture, and you might be the right person there. So, when people have these questions yeah. and they wonder, and looking at and we're looking at ourselves, and sometimes, you know, uh, some people do look to the tarot for some guidance. They believe their spirit guides are helping them, and. There's one, la- one last little note on here. I can cut this. Hold on. We can cut this out of the podcast. The, the thing. I can just come in and cut.
cut it out. So we Got can it. wait for the helicopter to go by. Sorry, we're just going to wait for the helicopter to go by, and I'll cut it out for the podcast. For those of you watching or catching the video stream, because no one's actually watching at the moment, so we can just kind of. Okay, I'm just going right. to clip that part out of it. I Is have it? I have one minute left. No, we got time. We can go over. Okay, so last note here. I'm, I'm formulating your question. Remember that tarot cards, like, and this is what I like about them, give complex, multi-layered answers. They like to engage in rich conversation. Don't ask yes or no questions. Reserve those other divination. Reserve those for another divination tool that works well with yes or no queries, like a pendulum. I've done several tarot card readings myself in my lifetime. I've had them done, and I've always come out with something that insightful that I learned about myself that I hadn't thought about. Now, I had to do the work. It was, you know, after that, you know, there's well, no, this is not a magic eight ball well, here. You, know? you, you don't get to go to a psychiatrist's desk and say, hey, fix me. Right. Yeah. Right. That's not how it works. No. <laughs> no. Still got to do the work. But it, I, I did. It was insightful. And it and it, it gave me a uh, an, another view. Another view. Yeah. Well, as we say here, there's a, many ways to get to your your own personal peace, your own personal, I don't know what the phrase I'm actually looking for, but there's right. many ways to get to your, you know, your own personal garden of Eden, so to speak, your, your okay. own personal utopia. Uh, there's many paths to get there. And whether it's a life coach or a therapist or a tarot card reader, anybody who can help you tap into that inner self, that inner person who can help you get down there and reach into yourself and make you a better you, I think is a good thing. Now, whether it's tarot card reading or palm reading or or life coaching or intuitive therapy or excessive exercise, I don't gen- really care what it is. If it actually helps you become a better you, then I'm all for it. You know, and whether you're a, we can be, you can be a skeptic of any one path or method but ultimately, as long as it works, as long as it helps you love yourself and it helps you put more love into the world, what the hell difference does it make? All right? We all end up in the ground or as part of the ground. Yeah. And so. Well, it's about the journey. Yes. And so it's to expect 7 billion people to all have the same path to the answer of their own lives is silly and so i think you know learning how to love ourselves how to love our fellow man how to put love into the world instead of animosity and and fear is probably a better thing and i think that's what we try to do here is we try to spread love and spread as many paths to that as possible you know, whether we partake in that path or not is not really relevant. Like, you know, you've done tarot card readings and you find value in it. I'm kind of a natural skeptic on these things, but she was damn good. Yes, she was. She was accurate. You know, now whether that's tarot cards or, or her, her natural intuition doesn't matter. 
Well, her intuition didn't pull the card. The card <laughs> fell out. <laughs> the card, as you said, so the card jumped out. And so, and it was kind of right on about what we were trying to do. Even, yes. even in the political campaign, I'm running the most positive. That's what we decided to do. We were going to run the most positive campaign we could possibly manage because we didn't want to put out any toxic politics into the world. We wanted to become better. And do something different, do things differently. Yeah, because I'm not all that, that impressed with how things are being done. So it's time to do something differently. Different. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. And I want to thank all of you for spending your time with us here tonight. Um, you can catch us again next Saturday night at 1130. Or you can always find us at Late Night Love at the podcast. Oh, what the heck is our thing? It is. Anchor.fm slash late night love. You can find us on that in about an hour. I'll get this cut together and put up. We're usually fine. trying to be faster these days. And thank you for spending your evening with us. And please remember to love everybody and 